Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold, so I'm really excited to see what their questions are and see what Spirit has to say for an answer. So let's just go right to the phones. Looks like our first caller is Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? Doing just fine. Can't complain. Good. Where are you located? So I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana, not too far from you. Wonderful. My son's flying in there tomorrow morning. He's got business there this weekend. I was just talking to him before I got on to do the show. So I love New Orleans. And you've even got your Fleur de Lis thing going on on your shirt. Yeah, I do. And my Saint shirt. There you go. Well, wonderful. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, Julie. So um, I just wanted to know, um, I have been rescuing dogs, my husband and myself, and um, we recently lost one of our babies on Sunday, but he had a wonderful life. He was 17, and the rest of them are up in age. We have four other senior rescues. So I really just wanted to know, you know, where they are um, in their life right now. One of them, I really felt like it was going to be time um, to go, but we did get him some pain relief in his body. But I don't know, like, if it's working. I don't know if he's tired and ready. I really just would like to hear from them and and see where they are, you know, because we don't want them to suffer. We don't want them to be here if if they're just not having good quality anymore. Okay. Well, let's talk to them. So name one, tell us what kind of dog it is. We'll talk to them and then we can go through the other ones real fast. Okay. So Horton, he's some kind of basset hound mix. (laughs) Okay. Basset hounds. I used to babysit for a family with two basset hounds. Chloe and Myra, I think were their names. And oh my God, they are so funny and so cute. My only thing about them is when they shake their head and then the slime goes flying across the room. Does they drool? Does 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 uh, Horton do that? Like Oh yeah, Horton's a mess. <laughs> oh, 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 I was like, oh, I tried to stay away from them when they were shaking their heads because I didn't want to get slimed. But all right, so I'm going to connect into you. Andrea, and then I'm going to go from you to Horton. How this works for those of you that are first-time listeners and watchers, because we're on YouTube as well, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, 
And I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in New Orleans in NOLA, which is not very far. It's only about four hours for me to get there to drive and like 20 minutes via plane, maybe 30. And um, so I'm going to hook into you and from you to Horton. All right. Horton is not dying at the moment, but his spirit, do you know what whack-a-mole is? The game whack-a-mole? Yes, I do. Yeah, where there's like a little beaver looking thing that pops up and you hit it with a club, you know, to get it to go back down. That's what his spirit's doing. It's kind of popping in and out of the top of his head. So let's talk to him. Horton, are you ready to go? Not quite yet. Are you in pain at times? Uh, What do you need? More pain medication consistently. Is he on pain medication? Um, we're giving him injections right now, weekly, that go directly into uh, his joints. Okay. All right. I think he may need something in between the shots. Gotcha. What he's saying. Yeah. So there's that. Okay. Who's dog number two and what kind of dog? Ranger, who is a little fox terrier. Oh, fun. All right. Ranger. All right. Going to Ranger. Uh, Ranger's body is, he's spirits in his body. He's good. He's good. Do you have any questions for him? No, because, you know, he talks to me. I I really think I know everything I need to know about him, unless he has something he feels the need to tell me. Yeah, good. How does he talk to you? Do you ask him a question and he, you get an answer in your head or or does he growl or, you know? No, he... He makes a lot of eye contact and he is just such a communicator. Like he'll go to his water bowl when he needs, you know, when he has empty water, he will go and find you. And like, he wants to stare in your eyes and like he's 16. So after all this time, we just, we understand each other. <laughs> Fabulous. I love that. Okay. Who's next? Um, Titan is the one that we recently lost. So I really just wanted to make sure he made it. And if he had anything, any messages for me or his daddy. He's around you guys. He can see what's going on. Did you used to give him like little milk bones as treats? He showed me those like little treats that look like little milk bones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's saying that he's fine if you share him with his brothers. Oh, okay. Will do. Okay. And then who's the last one? Uh, That would be Breezy. Okay. And what kind of dog is Breezy? She's a scruffy little mix. I can't even describe her other than saying that she looks just like the dog from Anchorman. Little white scruffy mix. (laughs) Oh, how cute. All right. Breezy. I love her name. Breezy. Breezy's spirit's in her body. She's not dying. Breezy, is there anything that you want your mama to do for you? More treats. Okay. So Titan just said you can give him more treats, but he said his brothers, not her. She said, yeah, I need some too. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I think she's fine too. So the, the one for you to pay the most attention to right now is Horton. Got it. Said, because his spirit's kind of popping in and out of his body, but it's not out all the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would do that. 
but I don't, I don't think it makes sense for you to do anything more than just maybe get him some more medicine in the short run for pain. Got you. Thank you so much. That's very helpful information and I'll absolutely do that. All righty. You are most welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Looks like we have Julia next. Hi, Julia. Hi, how's it going? Good, thanks. Love your name. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm a Julie, but I know you're a Julia, and I'm named yes. after my Mima, who was Julia. So, actually, I'm named after my grandmother as well. And she was Julia. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. and she was Julie. Julia. Julia. Okay. Yeah. All right. Terrific. Looks like you have a sore hand. What happened? Oh, I had some surgery. It's and and I'm not calling for me. It's not about me. I, I'm calling for about someone else. That's a a good friend of mine. So. Oh well, where are you located? Please tell everybody where you're located. Um, I'm in Bloomberg, Texas, which is about um, thirty miles south of uh, Texarkana. Okay. And okay. I'm um I'm calling about my friend Bruce who lives in Flower Mound, Texas. Um and that's about three hours, three and a half hours west. So Okay. All right. What's going on with Bruce? Well, um he not long ago had surgery for spindle cell carcinoma and that was on his vena cava. And he's been going through round after round after round of chemotherapy. And so I wanted to know if there's anything you can do for him. And um, and in fact, I hope everyone can just pour some positive love that way to Flower Mound and, and um, some healing love for Bruce. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to hook into you first, Julia, and then I'm going to go from you to Bruce. And then okay. I'll ask his permission if I can scan him. And um, a tumor on his vena cava is like, that's some serious business there. Yeah. That kind of a diagnosis. Holy Moses. All right, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to Sweet Home, Texas. All right. That's not too far. Going, going from you to Bruce. All right. Uh, his spirit's out of his body. So he's in phase three of the 12 phases of transition, Julia. Uh, do you know what that is? The transit, the phases of transition? Yes. And I'm taking your class in November. So I'll learn even more about it. Yay. You're coming to Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Yes. Such a blast. Oh my gosh. Yes. Fabulous. So for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, we sound like we're talking in secret code. But <laughs> what it is, is it's a configuration. It's a series of, of uh, configurations of angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets that somebody goes through. They're surrounded by them as we are transitioning. And it goes from phase one to 12, 12 being escorted to heaven by angels. And when somebody's in one of the phases, that means that they're dying. So he's pretty early in. I am unable to scan him energetically, Joya, because when the spirit's out of the body, 
it held on to the top of the head. It looks like a speech bubble in a cartoon where the character's thoughts were words are. And what happens is I try and get them on my radar and it's like I'm attempting to look at an x-ray in a pitch black room without any electricity in it. <laughs> Just oh. energy for the body. The power source for the body is the spirit. So we can talk to him and we can see. I always ask three questions when somebody's dying. Are you ready to go? So Bruce, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes, a lot. Saying isn't a lot of pain. Uh, what do you need? More pain meds. Is is he coherent? Have you been to see him? Are you talking to family members? Oh, yes. Um, I went to see him a couple of weeks ago, and I've been going back and forth texting with him um, today. Great. Great. Okay. So you may want to ask him just to ask his nurses and his medical staff for more medications. Tell him there's no reason for him to suffer because they've got the pain meds that will help with that. Has hospice been brought in yet? Do you know? That I don't know. I know that um, uh, last Tuesday he was supposed to have found out, gotten a progress update um, after the last round of chemo. So um, and I haven't talked to him since then. We just went back and forth a little bit this morning. So, um, no, I don't know if, if hospice is involved at all. You may want to suggest that if they're not. Are you in touch with any of his family members or just him? His wife. I can reach out to his wife. Yeah. Or at least a death doula. Have you heard of that, a death doula? Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. I don't know if he's... Um, yeah. That might be it. That, yeah, that's a great idea. Well, I just did a show, I think we released it a couple of weeks ago, Joya, with Susanna O'Brien, who kind of was one of the founders of the death doula movement here in the U.S. Anybody that hasn't listened to that show, I highly recommend that you go listen to it because boy, did I learn a lot. I was familiar with hospice, but not with the death doula process and Oh my gosh, they are as much earth angels as the hospice workers as well. So, and how would I find that? Um, if you just if you just do an internet search, death doula, and I would put in his zip code. Or and what's her name would, though? Pardon me. The the death doula that you had on the show. I would like to watch that. Oh, oh yeah. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and you'll okay. see Suzanne O'Brien. I think we released her last week or the week before. You'll see it. Or anywhere okay. you download podcasts, you can find it there. But the easiest thing is just to go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Go to the show page and there's you can watch it on YouTube or you can listen to it right there. We've got players on right on the website. So you can do that and it'll make it okay. easy. Yeah. And Thank you may you. want to share that with Bruce's wife. I will do that. Okay. Yeah, you are a sweet that. friend to ask about him. I'm I can't very give him a Thank big you. hug in, in November in hot Atlanta. Won't be hot at that yes. point. I can't wait either. Waiting for you. <laughs> it, it, will, it will enhance your life in every way. We are going to have a ball. And oh my gosh, you're going to be amazed. Well, I want to be able to enhance other people's lives. So. 
I know I'm, I know I have the right teacher here. <laughs> well, we'll have a ball too. That's the thing, you know, we'll be learning stuff, but we're going to have a blast while we do it. And so I'll see you in Atlanta. Great. Yes. Thank you so much. Julia, you bet. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Julie. Thank you for having me. You are most welcome. How are you? I'm I'm hanging in there. <laughs> I got a lot of things going on right now. I hope they're all good. Um, well, I got three beautiful girls and my seven-year-old daughter got diagnosed with brain and uh, a brain tumor. And um we are kind of just going through the whole process of of everything and I'm looking for any guidance or inspiration or anything that I can do. Absolutely. Where are you located, Jennifer? Denver, Colorado. Okay. And what's your daughter's name? Haven. Say it again. Haven? Haven. Yes. H-A-V-E-N? Yes. What led you to even get her checked for that? How did that all come about? Um, well, it's, um, it's just, it was like overnight. Uh, she's a healthy, healthy little girl. She's very athletic. Um, not even an allergy, but just one day she told me, mom, my eye was twitching really fast and it scared me. And the left side of my tongue would start to get numb. And, um, from there, we didn't think anything of it. And then one day she said it uh, came down and said the same thing. Mom, it's twitching again, my eye. And we knew something was going on. And um, it started with seizures. And that's kind of how we found out that um, she has a thalamic uh, high-grade glioma tumor. So how are they treating it? Right now we're starting uh, radiation. That's why we're living here. We got um, we had to move away from our our place, and um, we're living here in Denver. And we're starting radiation every day, and we will start chemo next week. Um, we will do the whole treatment. We will give her a break for four weeks, and then the doctor wants to start chemo again. Oh, heavens, girl. I am so sorry. All right. Let me get her on my radar and I'll see if I can see if she'll let me scan her. And Thank then we'll, we'll go from there. So here comes my laser beam from Birmingham, from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Colorado. Got you. Going to Haven. Got Haven. Okay. All right. I'm talking to your mommy. Is it okay if I scan you energetically? She's saying, What's that? So it means that I'm going to be looking inside your head, but you won't even know it. You won't feel it. Would that be okay? Cause we're going to help. We're going to see what we can do to help you feel better and stop the seizures and the twitching and all that jazz. Would that be okay? She goes, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. She's darling. Oh, she's a sweetie. All right. So I'm going in and I'm, t- I'm watching it get in case like, enveloped in a um, capsule. Imagine yes. if we put it in a in a plastic capsule to contain everything so those cells don't go anywhere. And then what we're doing is we're going to do a DNA healing, Jennifer. 
And then we're going to do a lymph healing and then we'll take the tumor out. I like to do the DNA healing first because what it does is it helps release it. DNA is a recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And when there's a mutation in the DNA, that's when cancer happens and other diseases and illnesses. So DNA looks like strands of paper, strips of paper you'd see inside a fortune cookie with a fortune written on it. Okay. And it comes out of an X chromosome because, you know, boys have an X and a Y and girls have two X's. So I always see it come out of an X chromosome. And my visuals that I described to you, I want you to envision them. Everybody else listening and watching, please envision what I see with all these healings because then we're all working together on Haven to help her integrate the healing. Nobody heals anybody else. She heals herself. So the doctors and and people doing things like I do, the energy healing and all of that, we facilitate healing. We facilitate the person healing themselves. So she has four strands of DNA that have come out of an X chromosome. They have lots of letters on there. It's configuration of ATCG and they represent nucleic acids. I'm watching them get rearranged. Have you ever played Scrabble? Yes where you move a letter up and over to form a word. That's what this reminds me of is imagine we're playing Scrabble in warp speed and <laughs> watching that happen. And then once the strand is reconfigured, then it snaps back into the X chromosome and then that goes back into the body. All right, so we got two more to go. We've got four that have come out. Normally I see seven with cancer patients, but I've seen four with her. So I've got that going on. All right, we got one more to go. All right, that just snapped back in. Now let's do a lymph cleanse. Imagine there's a vertical oval tube that all her lymph fluid's going into and there's a hole that's opened on the bottom of each of her feet. So the lymph fluid's starting to spin. Lymph fluid, Jennifer, looks like a light amber color and it's kind of globby. It reminds me of the fluid inside a lava lamp. You ever seen a lava lamp? Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of globby. That's what it reminds me of. So it's spinning really fast. And then all of the toxins and cancer cells and impurities and stuff are coming out the bottom of her feet. And then we're clearing that. It's kind of like reverse osmosis for water purification, you know, on a bottle of Dasani or Aquafina, which I think is tap water from wherever they bottle that stuff. And then they just purify it. <laughs> How they come up with that stuff. (laughs) So got that going on. All right. And then there's a big metal dome that's come over her little body and it's sucking out all the lymph nodes that have sequestered and encapsulated the cancer cells and the toxins. So getting that out. Has she had mold exposure at home or at school? Did you guys have a water leak at home by any chance? I did, yes. In our garage. Okay. She's had mold exposure, so I'm clearing that out of her system. Mold is a carcinogen, so be sure you have that fixed before you go back home with her. Okay. Because she doesn't need any more assaults on her little immune system, especially after having chemo and radiation. So got that going on. All right. So now what we're doing is taking out the tumor out of her head and then getting the Um, stem cell energy in there to regenerate that tissue. So it leaves a little bit of a divot, but I 
but I saw it get put in a capsule, like a plastic shield on it, and then removed. And the blood supply to that tumor I watched get cauterized so that it doesn't have a blood supply anymore. Because that's how tumors get big. They, have a, they make their own blood supply. I mean, it's wild what cancer does. It's too bad it's so damaging because it's so fascinating to watch. There's a, a researcher at Boston College named Thomas Seafried. And okay. you might want to look him up, Jennifer. He's done decades of research and he talks about treating it with a metabolic approach as well. And so he says keto diets, he says cancer either grows on glucose or on fermentation. And so you may want to look him up. He's been on a bunch of shows. You can listen to a podcast with him. And I think that will help. The good news is we're doing a healing on her and her spirit is in her body. She is not dying. Good. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, sending lots of love to you. My gosh, I'm zapping on you now just to give you energy to deal with that. Do you just stay in the hospital with her when she's in there? We are like in an outpatient home, like an apartment. And we relocated our two other girls and we're all just kind of staying here so we can support her and be there for her. She loves her sisters and she gets, um, I think, that positive energy when they're around. So we're, we're doing this together. Good, good. Well, keep us posted on how she's doing and how you're holding up. Thank you so much. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Oh my gosh, how I can't even imagine, you know, anybody going through that, especially with a child, I just, I, I can't even imagine what that would be like to do that. So we do the show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. Just if you want to join, just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com and that'll get you right in. We've made it super easy. Just AskJulieRyan.com. And then you'll be on camera and you can ask your question. This information is on my website at AskJulieRyan.com and it's in all the show notes. We distribute this show on all the podcast channels on YouTube and on Alexa. So it's in all those show notes there too. We always put a reminder on all my social media, Ask Julie Ryan, saying, okay, it's Thursday. If you got a question, call in. And it's just a reminder. And I also release a blog every week on Thursday mornings with a reminder with all the the login, you know, ask, AskJulieRyanShow.com. And, uh, and then you'll be able to find that easily. 
trying to make it really easy on you. And let's see what else. You can schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. I'm scheduled out a little bit, but we started a new thing where we've got the opportunity for an urgent appointment. I had had so many people ask me to do that. And uh, if you want an urgent appointment, there will be a button there for you to do it. It's a, it's more money. You know, it's kind of like you buy an airline ticket six months in advance and it's one price and then you get it up front and, um, and then it's maybe more expensive. But what I'm doing is I'm clearing other things off my schedule for the urgent appointments. So that's why there's a premium on that. But that is a new feature that we just added. And of course, you know, you can call into the show. That's free. You can do that or you can schedule an appointment. And remember, if you schedule an appointment, just a regular appointment, keep your confirmation email because you want to click on it periodically if you want an earlier appointment. People reschedule all the time. You want to click on the reschedule button and it'll show you when new dates and times have become available. Of course, Angelic Attendant Training in Atlanta, November 3rd through the 5th starting to fill up. So if you're thinking of joining us, go ahead and sign up. And then lastly, the Angels and Enlightenment training, which is online and that's available anytime. So lots of fun things from which to choose. All right. Our question this week that was submitted comes from Cherie and Cherie lives in Kilmore, Australia. And she said, hi, Julie, a few things have been happening lately. And I'd like to know if it's just my imagination or something more is going on. My dog will run into empty my empty lounge room. I think we would call that like a living room or family room here in America. My dog will run into my en- empty lounge room and or bedroom and just start barking randomly. Then just tonight while getting my son ready for bed, my car alarm started going off. The car is in my locked garage and there was no one in there. All the doors leading outside were locked from the inside. My dog was sitting at the garage door lightly whining just before the alarm started to go off. I appreciate any insights you can share. Thanks, Cherie. And here's my response. I thought that was a fun question. So here's my response. Hi, Cherie. Sounds like you've got some spirit activity happening in your world. To get some information for you, I connected to you and scanned your home and garage. I saw, I have that in quotes, in my mind's eye, the spirit of a large sandy-haired man who appeared to be about 6'3 and weighed around 230 pounds. He called himself Sam. Sam was wearing a plaid cotton shirt, khaki slacks, and a light brown jacket. I saw, again in my mind's eye, him get into your car and back a holographic image of it through your garage door down the driveway and into the street. So imagine you're watching a movie, but it's a hologram. It's not a solid person or a solid car. I was just watching a hologram of all of this. It was wild. He told me he had to go pick up his daughter, Layla, at school. He also told me he was a widower and a single dad. His wife, Martha, died from breast cancer. I got, the year was 1963. Now, that's a lot to unpack. It's possible Sam and his daughter at one time could have lived in your home, on your property, or in your neighborhood, and it's probable your dog can perceive them. Animals often do. This real, very real phenomenon, sometimes called an echo signal, 
is the detection of a transmission of an energy frequency, and that can be sound or light, that happened long ago and is still detectable. Think of a star in the night sky. The light emanating from a star we see today was most likely transmitted millions or, or perhaps billions of years ago. That's what the term light years means. Here in the United States, astrophysicists at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory use echo mapping to measure the distance of a far of faraway planets and galaxies. This echo signal, this echo frequency thing is a real thing. It's a scientific thing. And, and the NASA guys are using it for outer space stuff. I went on to say, and Jim Tucker, MD, a scientist in perceptual studies at the University of Virginia Medical School and his colleagues have done extensive research about past lives and concurrent lifetimes happening simultaneously. So we think all this stuff's woo-woo and it is, but science is catching up to the woo-woo. And all this technology is starting to be very useful to detect this stuff that we just thought, a lot of us thought was our imagination until we get validation for it. And then we know it's not just our imagination. But I love it when science catches up with woo-woo and that's what's happening with this. I closed with saying, you're not imagining things. Your dog is very perceptive. And if you want Sam and his daughter Layla's spirits to leave, just ask them to do so. Spirits will always honor and comply with our wishes. Whenever you feel like you got a spirit in your house, if it's making you feel uncomfortable, remember all spirits are pure love, but if it's kind of wigging you out or wigging out your, your family members, just ask them to leave and they'll leave. They, they're all pure love. So whatever you want them to do, they're going to do. And uh, if you're uncomfortable with having them around you, just say, hey, you know, let's do this another time. Please leave. And they will. All righty, let's go back to the phones and see who our next caller is. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. Hi, Julie. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you for having me on. Um, okay. Where are you? Kind of, oh, I'm from, I'm in Delaware. Okay. And kind of, uh, this uh, reminds me of the lady that you answered the question for uh, before and did a healing for. Okay, so recently, actually, yesterday I had an MRI done, and then today I had uh, went to the doctor and they did some like nerve testing and everything. But I just wanted to see if there was any way that you could do like a little mini scan and just make sure that like nothing like too serious is going on here and just put myself at ease. Um, I, years ago I had to go into the, um, had to have an MRI done and, uh, they put me in the machine and I like to think that I'm really <laughs> kind of like, we think we're in control of everything, but when they put me in there, it was like a complete freak out, which I was not expecting at all. So this time when I had it done, I made sure that it was like the, an open MRI and it wasn't <laughs> the most unpleasant thing, but I still like nerve wracking. So anyway, I did not think of your two minute rule at all. I'm so sorry, but it went out the window completely. But anyway, if you could just, when I was laying there, um, the woman was telling me that was running the um uh, the MRI machine, it would take about 25 minutes. So I'm laying there 
And the whole time I've had this happen before my eyes are twitching. It's like, I mean, literally it was like almost the whole time. So if you could just, you know, just do a little scan here, see if it's my eyes. Um, but it was just feel like, you know, when I lay down or the back of my head here, the whole thing seems to go on with the eye twitching. And when she mentioned that for her daughter, I just thought, well, in addition to the claustrophobia, I was just wondering if you could just do a little quick scan here and make sure nothing is, you know, so I don't have to worry. Yeah, so the symptoms are your eyes twitch and you've got pain in the back of your head. Is that just when you're in the MRI machine or it's all the time? No, it's not all the time. It was the whole time I was in the MRI machine, which she said it was about 25 minutes. And it was just like, it just would not stop. I've had the eye twitching before when I lay down, um, but it's not... It's not definitely not every day. Why Why are you having an MRI in the first place? Uh, it was just suggested. Um, uh, I went to a neurologist and it basically just these, uh, well, I've noticed like memory issues um, have been coming up and um, involuntary. Uh, my nervous system, I guess, involuntary movements, stuff like that. So there was just one of the things on the list to, to get done. Okay. All right. I was wondering what your symptoms were that, that basically <clears throat> you to go get an MRI in the first place. So, so what I'm going to do is I'll connect into you, get you on my radar and we'll see what's going on. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Right. Sweet home, Alabama, headed to De- head, heading to you in Delaware. Easy for me to say. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, so I'm seeing, and I don't edit anything I get, Cheryl, because everything can be healed. So I'm seeing, it doesn't look malignant to me, but I'm seeing a, um, a bunch of tissue in the back of your head that looks like scar tissue, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Did you have a fall? Were you in a car accident? Did something happen, whether you knew you had a concussion or not? Actually, um, I started getting uh, vertigo uh, years ago. I was in a car accident. I started getting vertigo years ago. And it's something with when I look down too quickly, and then I look back up or I turn my head too quickly, not all the time, but sometimes it'll cause dizziness. And I remember um, looking down, looking back up and trying to turn, turn around and I just completely fell. So I have, besides the car accident, I mean, I have fallen and hit and, you know, hit my head before. Okay. All right. It looks like a bunch of scar tissue. Scar tissue... Okay in the brain looks to me like chicken cartilage in a chicken breast with the bone in that white flexible stuff. And so what I'm doing okay. is I'm scooping it out. Brain matter looks Thank like cooked oatmeal to me, Cheryl. So I'm scooping it out. Okay. Imagine if you take a big spoonful of oatmeal, it's going to leave a divot in the oatmeal inside the bowl. So I'm filling it with stem cell energy, light amber colored okay. gel, sparkles, reminds me of dippity-doo because it's kind of watery. 
and and then there's a vortex spinning above it and that centrifugal force is going to regenerate the brain matter we're probably increasing your iq by a few points just just doesn't decide that's one of the benefits <laughs> of that okay can you just stay with me for a few minutes and make sure that uh <laughs> it really goes exactly. up <laughs> exactly when i see scar tissue in the brain it can occlude neural pathways and neural pathways look to me like a laser beam configuration in a museum as part of a security system that crisscrosses the room to guard the paintings and the artifacts. Have you ever seen a, a movie where a thief is trying to steal something out of a museum that got to step over and under the, the laser beams? That's what neural pathways look like to me. You know, these, these visuals that I get that I described that are all over the board, they're symbols of the healing that's happening and they're intended to bypass the conscious mind and go right into the subconscious, which helps you integrate the healing more easily. Because as I mentioned before, nobody heals anybody else. We all heal ourselves. So the work that I do is is helping you heal yourself. All I can do is send the healing to somebody and then their spirit decides how to integrate or even if to integrate it. So do you, do you, are you getting that the scar tissue is, um, since you said that there was a lot of it, is it, is it, I mean, was it caused from like the car accident or was it caused from a fall or what does spirit have to say about that? All of the above. All of the above. The above. So every time that I've fallen or was in a car accident that contributes to it. Right. Okay. Right. It's just caught yeah. up with you. Okay. So, and can you tell me if, since I did, they did recommend, the doctor did recommend that I have the, um, the other MRI. So I was, um, <laughs> so had such a bad reaction, which I wasn't expecting the last time I had it done. Um, in the MRI machine, I literally had to, um, like ask them to take me out. <laughs> so this time I did the open MRI and I'm wondering if that's enough for them to see what's going on or do, am yes. I going to have to go back yeah. and yes, no, I think it'll be fine. I don't think you're going to have to okay. go back in. I think it'll be fine. Okay. So what they, they can see what everything from the open MRI. Okay, thank God, because I'm thinking like, why am I? Let us like, know well, how I'm... you're doing. Yeah, okay. let us know how you're doing. I'm going to need to run and catch somebody else, get somebody else on. Yeah, I'm... Good luck. Thank you, Jolie. That. And, um, and, I, and I hope that helps. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hi, Anne-Marie. Hi. How you doing? You, you just Good, like thanks. a beach girl. <laughs> you're you got a little you're, you're, yeah I'm always out always outside working you that are that are listening what's that you work outside I just we're I'm around the house a lot working outside yeah you look great thanks I I know I know they say that tan doesn't look it's not supposed to be good for you but <laughs> I I think that's been overrated I I still think people that have some color in the summertime look great and I think the sun is good for you. I mean, I don't, you know, yeah, to an extent, 10 hours a day, yeah. fried, but <laughs> oh my gosh, the damage right. that we did when I was in high school and college. I don't know about you, but oh, oh yeah, we used to, 
lay out there with a double album cover covered in foil with baby oil on our face. Oh, baby. I wonder that we even have any skin left. Yep. Oh my gosh. So well, where are you? I'm in um, the Hudson Valley, New York. It's called Walk Hill, New York. Okay, where's that? We are about 60 miles north of New York City. Okay, great. All right, well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I actually, it's funny because I sent you a message on an email, and as I was sending the message, my bedroom lights completely went out. <laughs> and now I'm getting on here, which is, it was kind of, it was, it was bizarre. Um, but my father-in-law has been in and out of the hospital um, since March. And each time he goes in, he gets sicker and sicker. And I'm kind of just wondering what transition he's in, if any, and how we can help. What's his name, Amory? And uh, where is he? Is he close by? He's in the hospital again. I know, but is that close to you or is he in another? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's close, yes. And what's his name? What's his first Fred. name? Fred. Fred. All right, yep. what's going on? What's going on with Fred? Um, aspiration pneumonia each time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to connect to you and from you to Fred and you think okay. he's dying. I, I think, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama, heading up to you in New York. All right. Got you going from you to Fred. Fred's in phase four of the 12 phases of transition, you are correct. So do you know what the 12 phases of transition are? Were you listening earlier? Have you? Yes, yeah, so, yep, I've read, I've read yours. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You can go and anybody listening or watching, go to askjulieryan.com, go to the 12 phases tab, Anne-Marie, and you mm-hmm. can download, there's a free download of the 12 phases of transition chart. What I suggest is download it, put it on your phone and save it on your phone. And then you just ask what phase is Fred in? What phase of transition is Fred in? And you'll hear a number in your head instantly. And then you can look at the chart and see what's Mm -hmm. going on. If he seems to be progressing through phase six, seven, eight, seven, eight, nine quickly, then you want to bring the family in if they haven't already been in and to see him. So let's ask him my three questions. Fred, are you ready to go? No, I'm not. That's what he said. No, I'm not. Just like that. Are you in pain at times? He is. He says he feels like his chest is burning. He said it feels like it burns on the inside, which would make sense mm-hmm. when he breathes. I, I can imagine that. All right. And what do you need just to go home? He just wants to go home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So pay attention to all the little miracles along the way as you go through this. People can be in a phase. They can progress Amory. They can come back. It can be uh-huh. like a phase nine and come back to phase two and then go to seven. They can bounce all around. That's not the norm but it happens. And there are people who are in a phase of transition and then in one of the phases and then they completely out. They completely come out and they decide they want to stick around for a while. I've seen that happen All many times. those things are possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. Now he's in phase four. So his spirit's out of his body. It's attached to the top of his head. His, how old is Fred? 75. Okay. His parents are at his feet. Their spirits. He, they are ankling, anchoring a horseshoe of angels that started out in a circle. As uh-huh. somebody gets closer and closer to that, that circle turns into a horseshoe and eventually a straight line across the bottom of somebody's bed. And then other spirits and deceased loved ones and pets are coming in. So he's starting to have people that are deceased loved ones that are starting to gather. I call them the welcome to heaven committee. And they're uh-huh. there to welcome somebody to heaven and to show their support. So if he starts talking about seeing his parents or pets or another loved one or a friend, most of us will think, oh, Fred's just hallucinating. Fred is not Uh hallucinating. He's actually seeing them. I have a client whose dad at the end of his life had a white stallion and his name was I don't remember his name. It was something like Sarge, Sergeant, and he called him Sarge. And for the three days before he died, it kept saying, Sarge, I know you're here. I'm not ready to go yet, but I'm really glad you're here. And she thought, what the heck? And then he kept talking about Sarge. And then he started talking about other people were coming in the room. But Uh his presence for him was his white stallion spirit. I thought that was remarkable. So then she read Angelic Attendance, my book afterwards. She said, then it made sense to me as to why he was seeing his horse, his Uh horse's spirit. So, yeah. Well, good luck with that. And look at miracles along the way. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Calling in. Bye, Emery. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Thank you so much for uh, taking my call. Um, My daughter is congenital. I'll get straight to the question because I know there are so many people that want to speak with you. Uh, My daughter, Lauren, who lives in Brooklyn, uh, is congenitally missing her premolars. She had two implants done with no problem. They integrated well. She had the crown put on. This last one she just had uh, done uh, about a week ago, but we were a little hesitant because it's on the upper right where the sinus is. And they lifted the sinus, they put a membrane, they placed, it's like a little screw, and um, she, my husband, you know, he's a dentist, made like a, a removable bridge. So as the bone is integrating, it's got to take about six months. But if she has to go out somewhere, she's not missing a tooth. So she had, we don't know if she had that in, if that irritated the tissue or whatever, but it's not healing well. We think she might have a sinus infection. The tissue opened up. Um, Of course, she took the temporary bridge out. But, um, you know, as a mama, I'm just so concerned and I'm wondering if you could help shed some light or do a healing. Okay. I've already got her on my radar, Lydia. 
And okay. I already asked her if I could scan her and she said, yes. So that's convenient. So I've been looking at her the whole time that you've been describing what's been going on. I do believe that she wore the bridge too soon because okay. she just hadn't healed fast enough. It wasn't healed enough. I don't see a, a major infection there. I am seeing some pus that's forming a little bit in that up in that cavity there. So I've been sucking that out. But it's interesting because I because when I see an infection, and it may be because she's been on the antibiotics so recently, when I see infection and it's bacterial, it'll normally, I'll see kind of a hot pink fuchsia color energy get on there. That is not being applied for her. So I think it's just swollen as it's healing. Is it in her best interest to go on antibiotics again? I'm getting a yes, but more prophylactically than, you know, a big infection brewing. I don't see that. What I'm doing, Lydia, is I'm applying stem cell energy around that tissue where the post is. Light amber color gel, sparkles, dippity-doo. Uh, you're probably too young to remember Dippity Do hair gel. No, I see, I remember. <laughs> I'm a senior citizen. It's legit. <laughs> yeah, and so that's happening. There's a vortex spinning on the outside. I am not seeing an infection. I am seeing inflammation. Not even as much inflammation as I expected to see, but I. But it's swollen, so it's trying to heal. I hope she keeps the bridge out for a while. She's keeping it out. Just tell um, her to smile with her lips closed when she wants to smile. So she can do that. And uh, she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. So just take a breath. Know that she... I know. I feel, I feel after the poor girl with her daughter, uh, but I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. It's your job. You're her mama. Thanks okay. so much for calling. You're a sweet mama to call oh, your baby. I'm just a bundle of nerves. Thank you so much, Julie. Thank you so very much. Hi, Maureen. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm calling from oh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Oh, wonderful. All right. Is it still warm up there? Um... It's it's not too bad. We've had a lot of rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. To somebody in the that lives in the tip top of Minnesota on Lake Superior, and I said, "Is it still warm?" She said, "It's never really warm here." She said, <laughs> "I always need at least a sweater." I said, "Oh my yeah. gosh!" So I think of that with you too. That you get lovely weather for a little bit of the year and then the rest of the time you're bundled up, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. You got a question for me? Yeah. I'm calling about my cat, Leonard. Um, he is six years old and about six weeks ago, he started having problems with constipation. And uh, so I took him to the vet and they gave him some enemas and sent him home with um, some drugs one is for moti uh, motility and the other is like a stool softener and uh, there was three things anyway 
So I've been using them, but he's still struggling um, in that, you know, he's not having a bowel movement every day. Sometimes it's two days. Sometimes it even goes to almost four days. They mentioned um, megacolon, um, but they didn't definitively say that he has it. So I don't know. And I'm just wondering if you are able to tell me how he's going to do or what the source of this is, like what caused it. Does he have megacolon? I don't know what megacolon is. What is it? Well, I think it happens when, um, so if the stool's not moving through the bowel, the bowel gets stretched, and then I think it loses elasticity. Mm. And so stool just doesn't move properly. Well, that's a new vocabulary word for me, megacolon, and I just so happen to have a daughter-in-law who's a vet, so I'll be texting her after the show. Okay. Hex megacolon. Dr. Mal in LA, uh, he's really helpful with that. When I have a client or somebody calling the show with something about an animal, and I'll say, all right, does this make sense? What is this? Or if I'll right. see healing and I don't, it's not making sense to me and it's on an animal, I'll call her and she'll she'll help me with that. And sometimes she calls me when she Mm -hmm. sees stuff and she wants me to check it. So that's a huge honor when I have her calling me for help. Okay. So I love his name, Leonard. All right. Let me get Leonard on my radar and see what's going on with him. So I'm hooking into you first and then going from you, Maureen, to Leonard. All right. Got Leonard. Leonard. What's up with you? I don't ask permission for animals. I only ask permission to scan with humans because animals, I figure, yeah, they all let me scan them. Right. Okay. Leonard, Leonard, what's going on with you? It's like there are little, and I don't know if this is true. I'll ask Dr. Mal. I'll ask my daughter-in-law, but there's like little hairs that are little fibers inside the colon that moves stuff. You know, it helps move things. Mm-hmm. Like a caterpillar or a inchworm, how they have those little hairs on them. That's what I'm seeing inside his colon. I don't know if that's really there or that's just the, the symbolism that I'm seeing with him. So what I'm watching is I'm watching a corkscrew inside his colon that's spinning really fast. And what we're doing is we're we're basically roto-rootering or, or morselating anything that's in there just to get it out of there and get it moving. All right. Does, what did you call that? Uh, megacolon. Yeah. Does he have megacolon? I got a yes the first time you said that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was about. Did you change his food or anything before this started? Has he ever had no, this in the past? No, the only thing that happened just before it started. So we had uh, we had a big fire um, in the region, and uh, in the subdivision, two of my sisters were affected, and my mom's nursing home was affected. So I had a lot of for two weeks. I had people in the house. Now he generally really loves people and everybody loves him so I don't know that that would have upset him but that sort of preceded this happening okay all right kind of like do you ever travel in your body and you're in a hotel or you're supposed to <laughs> going ah, ah, I'm not doing yeah. that I get home and have some privacy I don't know a woman that hasn't experienced that <laughs> like you want me to do what where kind of a thing 
So that's what I think's going on. That was going on with him. All right. So I'm watching that. I'm watching stem cell energy go through his whole GI tract and into his colon. And what it's doing is it's regenerating the tissue in there so that it's going to go back to be able to constrict and expand. I think that's what happened is when he had a house full of people, he just didn't have enough privacy. And we thought, that's crazy for an animal. But that's what I'm getting happened. Right. So it, he just kind of got backed up and now he's getting used to letting it go again. That whole stool softener thing, for me and for everybody I know that's had surgery and they give you a stool softener, what a waste of time. Those things are like, they don't, I don't think they work at all. I always say use brain octane oil, which is a high refined MCT oil. Start taking tablespoons of that stuff. And boy, you will clear out whatever you need. So I, I would, um, what I'm getting is to increase his good fats. What okay. Him? Um. So I mean, get the that recommended a high protein or high fiber um, dry food, and I'm giving him uh, wet food. Normally I don't, but I give him wet food just so I can mix his medication in. Mm-hmm. Does he like the dry food? Uh, I think so. Yeah, he's eating it. Okay. Yeah. Look and see about about increasing his fat. We. We as humans for the past 20 years, we're told, you know, increase your fiber and that'll help you stay regular. Mm -hmm. Well, what they found is it's fat. You need good fat and that's what works the best. So I would, I would do some research on that and talk to your vet about that. Okay. All right. Kind of be fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. How, how are your sisters and your mom? Where are they? Oh, living? so they're okay. Um, their homes weren't burnt down. There was a lot of homes that had burnt down. Theirs were okay, and my mom's back into her nursing home, so everything's good. And then we had floods here. It's been really, Nova Scotia's really had a, a terrible time this winter, or this summer. I, mean. I know. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm glad that it's subsided. Now Maui's in trouble, right? With their yes. Yeah. Why? Oh my gosh. All righty. Well, good luck with Leonard. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thanks very much. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. Thanks to everybody that called in. To those of you that we didn't get on, please call back next week. I'll do my best to get you on. Sending everybody lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.